Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from the Gene Langan Volkswagen of Glastonbury Studios, this is the Rob Dibble Show. Gaffney over to Booknight. Booknight steps up for three, makes it. James Booknight, catch and shoot three from Gaffney. And UConn now has ten threes in the game. Beckers will inbound. Four to go in the half. Oh, beautiful give and go. Inside and one. Beckers to lift the Beckers for the layup and the foul with eight-tenths of a second to go in the half. Now alongside Ben Darnell, here's Rob Dibble. Back on the Rob Dibble Show. Ben Darnell on your afternoon drive. John Gallo on the ones and twos joining us now on the Rob Dibble Show hotline. Debbie Fisk, she'll be on the call tonight starting at 7.30 with the pregame at 8 o'clock for the Big East Championship. Uh, She does the color work on the UConn women's basketball games. And, Debbie, um, let me ask you, I mean, you know, give us your impressions of the UConn women's team this year, um, even though they're a very young team. It certainly is. It's it's amazing, the growth as a team. And you say the... The juniors, you talk about Davina Westbrook, Kristen Williams, Olivia Nelson-Odota, they themselves think, okay, they're the seniority, you know, they are the older, the veterans, but yet I felt like they were young, so to speak, in the beginning, too, because they hadn't really been in the leadership role. They were talented, and they have, just because of age, saying, okay, they can take the lead, but I think I've seen them really develop as the season has gone on, too. Yes, the, the vocal part, but just, I think, the little nuances of defense and the offense and while early on it seemed Paige Becker's a freshman being the one that really did it all on the floor I think there was some hidden things behind there that Odota was able to take care of as far as being the height of the team through the Big East because there wasn't a lot of competition height wise in the Big East but just as it developed as a whole the freshmen did their thing and it's like naivety and they were just excited to be in college and kind of early on I think they had a really good thrust in the beginning and making their impression to the UConn Nation but you know it kind of levels out as the season goes there's the highs and the lows and you have to deal with Gina Wariyama going at you at practice and while everybody else thinks you're doing well he's telling you nope, 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 you got to do better. But I think as that all went through, it was the, you know, the juniors that were that that leadership and that guidance that really steadied the table. And when you say from start to finish now, what I think the Big East weekend so far has really shown is that everybody's really finding their roles. And yes, the freshmen have really developed. I think Paige Beckett has always been there. She's felt confident in her game and, and known and realizes there's times to shoot and Zeno's going to yell at me if I'm not shooting it. So she's doing it when she's supposed to. She's getting the ball to the right people. But it's Aaliyah Edwards, who I think has always had that tenaciousness and fierce and just a beast in the paint. But I think she's getting a little bit better at controlling that win to, you know, not necessarily get an offensive foul every time if she's bullying for position. So she's finding the 
that role. Wetsy does really well on the defensive end and just really complementing Adota as well down low in the post. So I think what, what impresses me most is how they've come together, and it's really shown in the last seven games is their defense is how they really you know, say, okay, they're good in defense because they hold opponents to so many points, and there's a lot of stats there. But all of a sudden, it's really come into sync where it's team defense. It's not just one-on-one defense. How much has bubble life affected the evolution of what we're talking about here with these freshmen coming together in this program and these juniors leaning in on these freshmen so early? Uh, They've been stuck together since, I don't know, probably before November, but it seems like a full calendar year. How has that affected this program positively and maybe in the negative ways? Right. I think, as you mentioned, both ways, because early on, you know, in September and October, and you're excited about the possibilities of what's going to happen. You know, you're, you're always, you know, you're looking at the opportunity to get in there as a team and, and start doing things. But when it kept on being a hold in November and really taking forever to get that game going, just when you're thinking there's going to be competition that you're shut down for two weeks, you get to be, you get tired of, you know, even your coaches, you know, and the banging on the same teammates you know, day in and day out. And I think there's, while you enjoy each other's company and you're finding those things, there's really nothing outside of the basketball world that can distract you when you're online and in classes and you're, you're hanging out in your, your own dorm room. So I think they've had uh, a lot of the fun of what college life is about. And like, those are life lessons as well that you learned. I think the freshman really, you know, shortchanged a little bit on that across the whole nation, obviously, but it's not any of those uh, outlets that you get to, you know, have a little fun from that. So they were all business. It pretty much was the true essence of a student athlete. It was basketball and schoolwork and that it, it wears on you. So I think early on, they're excited about getting to play, but I think what happens is that would maybe say the negative, but at the same time, it, it bonds them together too. It bonds you because that's your family and yeah. it's always like that. But more than ever, you're pretty much the idea that they didn't get to go home for Christmas and that how much they were, they made the commitment to say, okay, we're not going to be one of those programs that takes a chance and goes home for Christmas. We're going to stay together because we want to make sure we get our games in and play. I think that says a lot about their commitment and what they felt the season could unravel. And so I think the positive are you're in there, but I would say it is taxing in that you don't have that fan excitement. Even the Big East tournament this weekend, you know, it's a beautiful place to play. It's a fun place to go, but there, I, I remember talking to the student athletes theater last year, and it was like, oh, we're going to hit Ben and Jerry's, or they like to go to Johnny Rockets and get a good milkshake, or there's just some fun things within basketball that they were able to enjoy the environment, and now it's pretty much, you know, it's it's that we're not even going to get to go to a nice restaurant or have a good meal, or I'm sure they bring them in tasty food, but it's some of that just that the wear and tear that you don't get to hear that excitement when a big three is hit or a steal or some of those things, and as much as everybody's doing their best to make it that way, those are things that I think um, the kind of, you know, wears on a team. I think the coaches take it more of, are we even going to be able to play tomorrow? I, I think that if the players are young and you're like, of course we're going to play tomorrow. I still think they might realize that there is tomorrow and don't understand that there's some others. Talking to Debbie Fish, she does the color analytic work for UConn women's basketball, and uh, she'll be on the call tonight in the Big East Tournament Final versus Marquette. Uh, UConn advanced by basically smoking Villanova, 84-39. to When they don't have a tough test, Debbie, um, it seems like Gino will kind of do a game within a game, make them press, make them do certain things, not over the top uh, trying to, you know, run up the score on the other team, but he's always prepared 
preparing for their next opponent. Can you describe what it's like this year when they've played weaker opponents? And then Marquette is a very good basketball team, number two in the Big East. That will be their opponent tonight. Yes. You know, I think coming into or going into the Villanova game, they were expecting a lot more competition. They handled them early on, but knowing that a team is going to see you for the third time, seeing how good Villanova played the night before and having a a player that Maddie Segrist was that very talented, you know, I think uh, they had a game plan and the coaching staff went in there and the players were so focused that they did it to a T and they really made a good Villanova program look not so good. You know, really took them out of the game and it was it was defense that pretty much you know shut them down and I would say better defense than you say okay just because they held the team they're shooting 20 percent in the you know in the first half and it was more than that it was uh, just everybody in sync and, and working as a team so what turned into could have been a good game you kind of took it out of anybody else's hands and I think anybody playing them last night with that defense was going to have really difficult outing but he doesn't settle as you mentioned it was the idea of like okay you know huge lead early on you know he's not clearing that bench any time early. He's asking for, you know, certain crispness and not get sloppy and keep the pedal to the metal. I think that was some things at times the team throughout the year, they get a big lead and then you kind of mentally lose it. You kind of go out to lunch a little bit and they go in the lull for a five, six minute period. And that's when you get to see a testy Tino Ariema and pressing, you know, his players a little bit. But I think that as the team has grown, they've been able to withstand and go to longer stretches playing pretty good basketball. So that's what he's looking for. And as they head into Marquette tonight, very talented basketball program. And, you know, it's one, I think it was a 10-point game last time. And while UConn always, he felt they always had control of the game, it was never going to be, you know, a tight one or maybe they might, you know, they fall apart and lose this one. They had control, but they have some really good players, and it's a smart basketball team. They really, they'll know they've seen UConn twice. And I think I was impressed with Marquette and, and Coach Megan Duffy, how she was able to make some adjustments during the game that at first – they were coming, Paige Beckers is coming off the screen off of a Dota, and it was just money. They were shooting that mid-range jumper around the foul line, and if it was they were going to guard her, then it, next thing you know, it's a bounce pass in for a screen and roll on a Dota scoring layups, and it really, it looked like a show going on, and all of a sudden, you could see some adjustments being made by Marquette, and you kind of get frazzled a little bit and, and a little frustrated, so I expect they're going to know and see what UConn has done to them. They have the game film for playing themselves. They've seen UConn now, so they're not as in awe of their speed and size. So it should be a good, you know, I think going back and forth, you know, a good play. They have to they have a great player in Selena Lott. She's she's a scorer and a senior that has uh, was co-defensive player of the year for the Big East. But, um, you know, she's averaging 15 points a game, had 27 last night against Creighton, so she can light it up. But I have a feeling Kristen Williams may be on her and uh, the way she's been playing defense lately she takes pride in that and can shut down or at least make it more difficult for Lot to kind of run her things. And Adodo, I look to match up with the senior Lauren Van Clunas, who's a really nice player down low. It's kind of your old school workhorse, you know, hustler and, and doing good things. So, you know, they, they'll have their hands full, so to speak. But the way that you're, as a UConn fan, you're tempted to say, well, they're playing so well. You know, it may be, you know, a show over really early, but as a 
competition goes when it's Biggie's play and you've seen each other a lot and there's a championship on the line, both teams are going to be going big time for it. Championship on the line tonight, but then also a big tournament right after this one. And it seems like the competition will just get even tougher from here. What are some of the biggest weaknesses that you see or maybe the number one thing that sticks out to you where this could be exploited and this UConn women's basketball team could lose to a team that they're not expected to? Uh, well, uh, you know, that's a good question and one that a lot of teams, you know, they're looking at film and seeing it. And at times it has been where you can't, the shooting the ball has been tough from the outside the arc, the three-point line or anything outside the, the pain area. And they've been inconsistent in that, yet they score. You know, they're averaging 85 points a game, so there are times when they haven't had to rely on that, and it's looked like they've been doing a better job of not relying on that and getting the ball inside or Kristen Williams being able to get dribble penetration and start scoring more two-point baskets, not relying on as many shot attempts from the three-point line. But I think that where that weakness comes is it's, it's an idea where, Kristen Williams goes, UConn will go. There's a lot about Paige Beckers and saying if you know she can do that. That's a lot to ask of a freshman to say, put me on your back and take us to the promised land. So I think Paige is going to get do her share. I think she just has that mentality. You know, she might get 17 points and eight assists and you know five rebounds in there, but it'll be the uh, company I think where it can't just if somebody shuts down. Paige Beckers and where is it coming from and Kristen Williams has really stepped up in that area I think Adota needs to be a big presence down low because as they go on in the tournament they advance there is going to be size factors in there where UConn doesn't necessarily look as big until you bring Aaliyah Edwards off the bench and you know she has the the heart and the tenacity down low in there won't have the experience but uh, can kind of combat some of that so if there's a weakness I would just say as much as they're scoring 85 points a game it's it's the offensive end where Sometimes when things are taken away for them, how much can you kind of react and find different ways to score? Paige Beckers, uh, describe her shot. And like even when she comes off of a, a nice pick and roll, um, she's just got such a touch. Uh, is that unseen other than maybe a few in, in UConn's uh, program's history that someone comes in with that kind of touch and that kind of shot? Yes, she is smooth. It is beautiful. It's just, uh, you know, nice and doesn't look like, you know, you, you see her frame. She's not some big muscular kid, but she just ha- it makes it look effortless. And, you know, what impresses me is that it's from anywhere, however it could be. It's, it's off the dribble. She has that same fluid motion. If she's coming off a screen and she's being trailed, she knows she can learn or she reads. It's a curl or it's a fade. She gets her feet squared up every time. If it's the screen and roll when, you know, defense think she's going to shoot it but then the next thing you know it looks like it and she's delivering a beautiful pass down low to a teammate so you know it's a it's a talent and i you know it's rare that you see four-year players that are very talented we all americans you know being scorers but not having that touch that page does so you know i thought i always thought at first i'm like okay she you know she's super you know but i you know and she is that and has a lot of those characteristics and her style play but now other than um like pure shooters that just had the shooting ability we taught um the history might be mosquito lewis um even when way back in my day one of my teammates wendy davis was you know great three-point shooters yeah. but it was just that was the, the shooting touch that was there but Paige really has it where she can create her own shot off the dribble and it's smooth 
We're huge Avina Westbrook fans here. Uh, we love Aaliyah Edwards, too, because like you said, the, the tenacity, the toughness down low that she brings to the table. Same with Aubrey Griffin in that department. But man, Nika Mule, I don't know if there's been a tougher basketball player in the last couple of weeks, especially what's happened in this Big East tournament. She went down against St. John's. We thought it was a knee. We heard it was an ankle. Didn't think she was going to play in the game against Villanova. Not only did she play 18 minutes and respectfully on defense, also a couple rebounds and some points. Uh, she showed up with a black eye. Don't know where that came from. <laughs> but it's like, and like mentally tough, too. I have heard that her and Gino butted heads the beginning of this season. It seems like, you know, for this freshman uh, from Croatia playing in a country that she's not familiar with, I can't think of a tougher basketball player right now. I have to agree with you. She is feisty, and I agree with you. I am a huge fan of Aubrey Griffin for the past few years, and your dad, I love Edwards, and certainly Westbrook, but you, know, you talk about Mule, um, feisty and ferocious, and you know, I love you know, peskiness on defense. A lot of times she may go against faster players or more athletic, but she's always in there and annoying to the offensive player. You know, the defense, when you do that, especially what she's been doing over the weekend in the Big East, it makes offenses tough to start. The guards out there getting frustrated and she get a couple offensive fouls because they're just pushing off to tell her to get out of there. And uh, she's been doing that, and I think when you talked about earlier about that some I don't know if it's confrontation is the right word, but she and Gino, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, they joke about it, but I think he appreciates that. It wasn't just, you know, coaches always say to be a good player, you know, a coachable player, you're going to always listen to coach. Well, certainly you're doing that, but he's given it back to him too, and I think he likes it, respects that a little bit. And he said, that's why she wasn't playing, but he's once we, as you heard, you know, once we we understood eye to eye, we, you know, see a lot more and in, she's playing. But I can't say enough about um, the couple games, you know, before I was like, well, she's out of control sometimes, or, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. She's going to give you this and that. I, you know, I think she's made me eat some words a little bit because she certainly made uh, up for what her presence does on the floor. Changes the rhythm a little bit of, you know, I think that helps to be contagious too as a team. If you have somebody diving in and, and going hard like that, you're getting in the passing lanes and making things happen too. And you talk about, I think with her, it's more of one thing she has that personality. And then well, our first time we interviewed her, she was and I, I don't mean this in any disrespect. It was adorable. It was just she was a, a sweet, <laughs> and she, you know, and, and it, I mean that in a complimentary way, and just really endearing. And then the next thing you know, you're like, oh my gosh, she's my favorite player. So just an all-around player, you know, not just what she shows on the court, but off the court too. Debbie, have a great call tonight. Thank you for a few minutes, and thanks for putting up with Bob all this all these years. Hey, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Deb. Thank you, Deb. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.